you're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful friend. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about money, money mindset, and manifesting more of it because we all want more money. Let's let's just be honest. We don't have to be humble. You don't have to come here and say, no, Ashley, I'm fine just living my simple life. No. Okay, they say money doesn't buy happiness, but you know what money does buy? Things that you want and things that make your life easier and essentially that brings happiness. So when you have more money, no, it's, I mean, it can create more problems, more money, more problems, but it can bring more happiness and freedom and flexibility and just ease. And that is what I want for you. So we are going to break it down. I'm going to share three very simple things that you can start doing today in order to start manifesting more money. Number one, think about receiving money every time you spend money. Every time you go and you are at the store and you're tapping your card or inserting your card or swiping your card, whatever you're doing at that point of sale, think about all of the money that is going to be coming to you. Mentally take a moment and say to yourself, more money is coming to me in every moment. Abundance is on its way. Money is flowing into my life. There's always more money coming to me. I am a money magnet. Instead of, oh my God, what if it gets declined? Oh my God, I shouldn't be spending this. I really shouldn't be doing this. Do I have the money? Is my husband going to be mad? Is my partner going to be mad? Oh, can I afford this? Like, do you see the energy shift there? It is completely different. So every time you go to swipe your card or pay for something, instead of being in this lack mentality and freaking out, just think of all the money that is flowing to you, that is coming into your life. And the same goes with paying your bills. If every time you go to pay your bills, you're like, oh my God, I don't have this money. I can't believe I have to spend this money. My electric bill is so high. These rising costs, this is ridiculous. I Now I'm not gonna be able to have money to spend on what I wanna spend. That right there is just, you're choke holding your money and you are not being grateful for the services that you have. Instead, I want you to actually be thankful for your bills. Actually be thankful for the money you are paying to that company. So for example, when you are paying your mortgage, you want to think, I love my home. I am so grateful for my home. I am so excited to make this payment for my home. When you're paying your electric bill, the same. I am so grateful that I have electric. I am so grateful that I have clean water, warm water. I am so thankful that I have gas. You know, all of the things that you pay that you normally just view as an inconvenience or, oh God, got to pay this again every month. It just goes out the door. Instead, I want you to shift the energy you have when you're paying those bills, the mindset you have, the attitude you have to gratitude. Do you realize how privileged you are to live in a home? I mean, do you know how many people don't have just the the basic necessities that you have? And you have the means to pay for those things. 
How cool is that? How amazing? How lucky are you when you think about how many people in the world don't have those things? So when you shift it to holy shit, like I am so fucking grateful to pay this electric bill. I mean, it's a it's a whole different ball game. Same with medical bills. At first I was like, oh, this is so fucking unfair. Like I, my husband and I, we are self-employed. So we have to pay for our own health insurance, which is insanely expensive. We have four children plus us. So it's a family of six. So we spend thousands of dollars on insurance every single month. And not only, I mean, you'd expect, so after every baby, you'd think like, wow, I'm paying thousands of dollars a month in insurance. Surely this baby that I just birthed will be covered. No, you get hit with thousands of dollars in medical bills. And we have the top plan, like the best plan you could get, because we know like we have all these kids. We want to be sure that we are covered still. And so at the beginning, I was, both of us were just so frustrated with insurance and the payments and the bills. And then I just stopped and I was like, I am so lucky. I am so grateful that we live somewhere where we have access to the best doctors, the best medical care, that I was able to have these babies and have C-sections and have surgeries and everything be okay. And we're healthy and we got out of it and we were taken great care of. And so yes, we pay a lot of money, but I am grateful for the care that we receive and the ability to actually have access to these doctors and medicines and all of that good stuff. So just changing your perspective on how you approach your bills is a game changer and how when you're spending money the energy and the beliefs and the mindset that you have if you are constantly telling yourself that you can't afford it that there's not enough that this is an inconvenience that this sucks that this isn't fair do you think you're going to be given more no you have to respect and honor and appreciate what you have now And you have to view the circulation. Like as you are spending money, whether you're buying something that you want or you're paying a bill, you're putting money into the economy, into circulation. And money has to circulate in order to get back to you. And so as you're putting money out there and you're releasing it with gratitude and joy and excitement, you are trusting that money is going to come back to you multiplied. You're putting money into circulation, you're doing your part, and more is going to come back to you. So if you just start with that, paying your bills and spending money with just this calm, grateful energy and know that more is going to come to you, that is going to help you bring more money, manifest more money, have more success, bring it all into your life. The second thing to do is to hide cash all over your house and in your car, everywhere. I heard this from a few different money experts, literally three times in one week, actually from three different money gurus. And so I told my husband, I was like, we have to do this. And he went ham on this project. He went to the bank, he went to the ATM. Anytime he went to the store, he got cash back and he would just start hiding money everywhere. And not, I'm not talking like hundreds. I'm talking like a $5 bill, a $10 bill, a $20 bill. It doesn't have to be a ton, a ton of money. But it's so cool when I open a makeup bag and there's money in it. 
just yesterday I was in my closet and I was digging through some of my old jewelry to try to find a new chain for my necklace. Um, and I found a $20 bill in there. Like he had hid it way back in my closet, hidden in jewelry. And then I went and I was looking at something on top of my dresser, sorting through some, some junk that I have. If you know, I, I am kind of a hoarder. Um, but I have all this like junk piled on top of my dresser and he's always yelling at me about it because he's like, Ashley, it's so it's so much clutter like get rid of the clutter one it's not classy two it bothers me and I'm just like well I don't know where else to put this stuff so I just put it on top of my dresser so anyway I'm going through all this stuff and I find a $20 bill that he had hidden in there and I'm like oh I found two 20s within you know one minute of of each other if you hear a dog barking that is my dog it we have a puppy which I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but five days before I had my fourth baby, my husband brought home a puppy after I had explicitly told him I didn't want a dog. I was really enjoying, we had two dogs. They both passed away last year. He's very much a dog person. And I was like, listen, we're about to have a brand new baby. We cannot get another dog right now. But he found this dog online and he fell in love with this dog and he went to the, the people who had this dog and he got this dog and he brought this dog home five days before we had our fourth child and it was a puppy. And so now both of them are about seven months old, <laughs> the puppy and our fourth baby. And the puppy is here barking, barking, barking. My husband's out with the children because I'm going on a tangent here, but I like to share some of the behind the scenes of my life. So I had a one-on-one -on -one call today and then I did a group call for my program Course Launch Academy. And so whenever I have calls, it's really hard to keep the kids quiet in the house. So my husband will usually take them somewhere. So he's out with the children, but the puppy is here and the puppy, kids are coming home from school right now. They just got off the school bus and the puppy is barking at the kids. And so if you hear that barking, it is the puppy and it's all my husband's fault. Okay. I love the puppy. Her name is Piper. Love her very much. <laughs> Piper was one of the girl names we wanted for the baby, but then we decided on a different name. We named the baby Ellington. And so we decided to use Piper, was, which was our other choice for a baby on the puppy. So we got both girl names. There we go. Um, but my husband is responsible for this puppy. I mean, do you know how much he owes me for bringing home a puppy right before I had a baby? And now I have to deal with this puppy. But anyway, I digress. So I don't know if we can edit this puppy sound out of this podcast. And I know like it's unprofessional to have a dog barking in the background, but this is real life. Here you go, people. This is what you get. So back to my point about money. Keep money in your wallet. Keep money all over the house, just hidden in fun places. So this is something you and your spouse can do is get some cash out and hide it. And what's so fun is that you will just find money and see money all the time. And the more you see money, the more you think, damn, I am rich. I am a rich bitch. Look at all this money I got. And you never feel this sense of lack, right? I, when people owe me money, not for my courses or programs, because that's just bad business. But for example, if I'm with my friends and we order out and I pay for dinner and I'm like, just Venmo me. You can just Venmo me your, your share. Like I'll just pay for the bill and then you can Venmo me what you owe. If they don't Venmo me right away, I don't freak out over it. Because I'm like, well, I always know that that money is coming to me, right? I always know that money, that I am owed money and money is coming to me. So I'm never like, hey, you know, don't forget to Venmo me. I need it right now. 
Now with business, that's bad business practice. So I'm not saying don't pay me when you buy, buy your things. But if we ever go out for drinks or food and I pick up the bill and say, you could just Venmo me, you can, you can take your time, girl. Like I'm not going to rush you because I like knowing that people owe me, that money is coming to me at, at any moment. But anyway, when you see money all day long or just, you know, you're in a rush and you open your freezer and oh my gosh, there's a $20 bill. You're like, oh yeah, you know, I forgot about that. Look, I, I have all this money. I have all this abundance seeing it all the time makes you feel a certain way versus never seeing money and constantly being in this lack mentality of I don't have money and it's scarce and it's not coming to me and it's not around. And you can spend it. If you see it, you need it. You can pull it out and spend it. But having it in all different places just raises your vibration and your excitement. And it's fun to just see money in different places and be like, oh, look at that, a 20. I didn't even know that was there, right? You always feel rich when you find money. So this is a fun little challenge for you is hide money everywhere and keep cash in your wallet. Try not to spend it so that it's always there. But if you have to spend it, then spend it or take out money every single week and then spend it that week and then make it a ritual that every Sunday you go to the ATM and you get out more cash and you spend that cash on money on, on things that you really want to spend it on, not necessities, not things that you have to spend it on, but things that bring you joy and pleasure. So for example, I will, this isn't cash, but I will add money to my Starbucks app and you know, for the week. And I'm like, this is going to bring me so much joy. Like every time I go to Starbucks to get my matcha oat milk latte, it just makes me so happy and raises my vibration, makes me feel like, you know, the the rich bitch I, I want to be and am like going to Starbucks whenever I want. And then I'll just refill this account. Like it's totally fine. So set aside, especially if you are on a budget. Now I, my husband and I don't really budget. We're not very good at budgeting, but if you are somebody who budgets, then a lot, a certain amount of money that you can spend each week in cash on things that are joyful to you, that bring you joy. So maybe it's only $10 a week. If you're just starting out in your business and you know, things are tight, maybe $10 in cash a week you put into your wallet. And when you're out and about, and if you want to splurge on something and spend that $10, you can do it and feel really good about it and know that that money is in your wallet um, or you just put that money in your wallet and you don't spend it and every time you go to open your your wallet to get something out you see that money and you're like yeah I am a rich bitch and number three this is the most important one in my opinion but first, I want to quickly mention my making millions membership you can get in now it is life-changing right this is where millionaires are born we focus on making daily sales, creating content that lights you the fuck up and attracts your ideal clients and gets them to convert. I have built two online businesses without hunting people down, sending them DMs, sending them cold messages, pitching them, getting on sales calls, doing any of that, ever meeting anybody in real life, in person, at meetings, hosting parties, doing any of that bullshit. I have built a seven-figure business and a multiple six-figure business by creating content that attracts the right people and gets them to buy. And that's what I'm providing to you in the Making Millions membership. So you will get a monthly marketing plan and content ideas for the month, but you also get an exclusive training every month on what is actually working on the ground in that moment because things are always changing in the online space and you can't be doing what worked five years ago today. So I'm going to keep you abreast and give you a different 
training every single month, as well as a guest expert who's going to come in and provide a training. And you get a live Q&A with me where you can ask me any of your business questions. Plus, we have a whole library of bonus masterclasses that are typically $100 to $222 per class, but you can get access to all of this, literally everything I just mentioned for only $47 right now. At the time of recording this, this podcast episode, it's an early bird special and you can get in for just $47. So if you want to be a queen, if you want to step into your million dollar self, I also do a lot on money mindset, on wealth identity, on reprogramming your money mindset and being a magnet and a match for the money that you want to attract you need to get in the Making Millions membership. The link is in the show notes. Back to number three, which is the most important one. And this is show up as who you want to be. Think about the person who's making the money you want to make. What version of you that is. How can you show up as her right now? And I will share my personal experience with this. So... For a while, I was not taking care of myself. I was, you know, not showering very often. I was not working out because I'd wake up and be frantic. Like, oh my God, I got to work my business. I got to do stuff for my business. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to take a shower. I don't have time to put makeup on. I don't have time to look nice. And I just don't care. I just got to get my business going. And I was just in this low vibrational state all the time. I was frantic. I was like, not not my best self, okay? And I stopped one day and was like, is this who the million dollar Ashley would show up as? Is this how she would be? No. She would prioritize herself. Like, I wanted to be a baddie with a hot body. And I was not showing up as either of those things. I was not showing up as a business baddie. And I was not doing anything to have a hot body, I was not taking care of myself. And what I realized was, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, you are given what you have right now. And if you don't take care of what you have right now, if you don't honor and respect it, if you don't move your body, if you don't show gratitude for the money that you have, if you don't show love for the business that you have, how do you expect to get any more of it? How do you expect to get more money when you are putting a chokehold on your own money and not being grateful for the things you're paying for? How do you expect to lose weight if you're not actually moving your body and you're eating a bunch of crap all the time? How do you expect to get more clients or to make more sales when you're not actually grateful for the ones you have right now? You're not giving them the best absolute experience. You're just so focused on getting more, getting more, getting more, but you're neglecting what you have right now in all areas of your life, God or the universe, they're not, you're not going to get any more if you can't handle what you have right now. And when I had that realization, I was like, holy fuck, this is why I'm stuck. I'm just spinning my wheels because I'm not actually taking care of what I have now. So how am I going to get more of anything? So I started to prioritize exercise and eating better and taking care of myself And making myself feel good each day, whether that was putting on makeup or changing out of one set of pajamas and putting a nicer pair of pajamas on instead of wearing, you know, a pair of underwear that are uncomfortable, making sure I put on really comfortable underwear, like just the little things 
that I started to do to really respect what I had in that moment, to really take care of what I had and to show God that I really loved everything that I had, that I was going to take care of it, that I was going to really honor and respect it. And so instead of waking up and just immediately diving into my business and spinning my wheels, I started taking care of myself first and then doing the things for my business. And, and, and I stopped looking at my com- competitors, people that I was comparing myself to. I, I put the blinders on and I was like, look at what I'm doing. I'm a fucking badass. Whereas before that, I was like, I suck. I'm terrible. I'm never going to have success. I started to really celebrate every single small win. And I started to just show up as my future self, as the million dollar self. Also in parenting, I do this all the time with parenting and I'll go through, you know, I have four small children. I have four kids under seven and one just turned two and one's only seven months. So the babies are, we're in a really tough stage right now. And I find myself losing my patience or, you know, they're all crying or they're all asking for something at the same time. And, you know, my natural reaction is to like (laughs) snap and just be like, oh my God, just wait a second. And then I just take a moment and I'm like, is, is this the mom I want to be? Is this how I want to look back on myself? Do I want to look back and think, wow, like you were a hot freaking mess. Like you were like crazy. Like you really needed to chill. No, I want to look back and be like, wow, Ashley, you handled that with such grace, with such elegance. You were such a calm, patient mom. And it was trying as fuck. Like, holy cow, that what a tough season you were in. But look how you navigated it. You really showed up as your best self in that season. Because when I think of myself as a mother, of who I want to be as a mother, I think of myself as somebody who's calm and chill and fun and like all the kids are crying, but I'm like laughing it off. Like this is life. This is the season we're in. It's cool. Everything's cool. We're going to get through it. Not, oh my God, I'm going to lose my mind and jump out the window, right? And so I, I view myself, my, my highest self as a mother in this like really calm, chill, happy vibe. And so before I snap, right now in real life, I always ask myself, like, is this how I want to be? Is this me being my best self? Is this being my future self? Is this being the mother I want to be? No, I need to act as her right now. Instead of being like, tomorrow I'll be better. Later today I'll be better. No, right now I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better in motherhood right now. I'm going to show up as the mom I see myself as and want to be right now in this moment, even though it is so hard and I so badly want to snap. Nope, I'm going to be calm and cool and chill and happy and laugh this off, okay? So I apply that to motherhood, but I applied this to business and money as well of taking care of myself of just carrying the energy that I would have throughout the day, like just the way I would move throughout my day instead of frantic energy of, oh my God, I got to get this done. And oh my gosh, I have so much to do. And oh my gosh, I'm not making sales. And oh my gosh, I did a story and nobody's watching it. And what's going on with my views? And I'm losing followers and nobody's buying. And I am just grasping at straws and I'm spinning my wheels. And maybe I need to do sale. Maybe I need to do another offer. You know, like, is that who the future million dollar Ashley would show up as? Hell no. She wouldn't be showing up crazy like that, right? She'd be like, no, I did my work and I posted about my offers. I sent an email to my list. I have this great offer. Now I'm going to sit back into my feminine energy and receive. I've done the masculine part of putting it out there and doing the work. And now I'm going to let it work. And I always think about this, like... If you ask your spouse to go get a ladder, if you're like, hey, hon, can you go get me the ladder? And 
three seconds passes and he or she, you know, doesn't get up and gets that ladder. You're like, never mind. I'll just do it myself. I'll just get it myself. Let me go get the ladder. And then you get the ladder and you break a nail and you're all pissed, right? You're like, I broke that ladder. He could have got the ladder, but you didn't give it time. So when you do something in the masculine energy of like, okay, you're going to create your offer. You're going to do your stories. You're going to make your post. You're going to send your email. That's the doing, the masculine energy of doing the things. But then you have to sit back into your feminine energy and receive. You have to let that stuff work, right? If you would have asked for that ladder and then just waited, chilled the fuck out for three seconds, he would have got the ladder and then you wouldn't have broken your nail. But you were too impatient that you're like, I got to go get the ladder myself. Chill the fuck out, right? So show up with the energy throughout the day of do your work, do the things you got to do, but then sit back and receive, and relax, and trust that it's all working out, that things are happening for you, right? I'm not going to get into the lucky girl syndrome. I can't. This is a bonus one. But bonus tip four is adopt the lucky girl syndrome. All day you wake up and say, I am so lucky. Things are constantly working out for me. Things are rearranging behind the scenes. My name is being said in rooms I don't even know exist. My content is showing up in front of people that need it the most. I trust and know that no matter what things look like at any moment in time, things are working in my favor. Things are working out for me. I am so fucking lucky. I say those things all day. The second I wake up, the second before I open my eyes, that's what I start repeating to myself. I'm so lucky things are always working out for me all day long. So that's number four is lucky girl syndrome. But how can you really show up as the person you want to be right now? That's how you can collapse time and manifest more money. By really being in tune with what it is you want and who the version of you is that has that. And acting like her now, I guarantee if you think about who you are right now, how you're acting, how you're moving through your day, the energy you have, how you react to your kids or to your business or to whatever is very different from the version of you you're visualizing in the future that has all the money and has the success. But why is that version of you different? Why should it be any different than how you are right now? Why can't you show up as that version today and believe that all of the money and the success and the ease is coming with that? You might be trying to tell yourself, well, yeah, that version of me has more money, so she doesn't have to be as crazy and frantic and desperate. But no, no, you have to show up and act like her now in order to make that a reality and get there. So that is number three. So the four tips here, the bonus one was one, Think positive thoughts. Think about all the money that is coming to you as you spend money, as you swipe your card, as you pay your bills. Gratitude and abundance. Number two is to hide money all over the place so you constantly see it and believe that you are a rich bitch. Number three is show up as who you want to be. And then number four, that bonus one was lucky girl syndrome. I am so lucky. Repeat that to yourself all day long. Now, of course... You also want to take action in your business. You have to be taking massive action in your business. You can't just sit around and say these things. You can't not do any work and then be like, money is coming to me. I am a rich bitch. (laughs) You actually have to do the action. But like I said, with a masculine and feminine energy, you do the things, you take the action, but then you sit back and you receive. You wait for it to work. 
Think about when you're cooking soup. When you, you know, you put, you get the pan and you put the oil in the pan and then you put all the vegetables and you saute the onion and the garlic and the carrots and then you add the broth and you add whatever else you're putting in the soup and that's the doing. And then it comes to a boil and then you let it simmer. The simmering is the feminine energy almost, right? It's the receiving. You're going to sit back and you're going to let it do its thing. You've done all the work now. You chopped all the vegetables. You sauteed them. You put all the things in the pot. And now it all has to blend together. It has to mesh and do its thing and simmer and get soft. And that's when it becomes delicious. You've done the work. Now you wait and you let it do its thing. So you have to find that balance and that duality in your business of the doing and the waiting and the receiving instead of doing, doing, doing. Oh my God, it's not working. Doing, doing more, doing more. Oh my God, it's still not working. I need to do something else. Grasping at straws, spinning your wheels, throwing spaghetti against the wall, being crazy. Okay, no, let it do its thing and believe and trust that it's all working out in your favor and that more money is coming to you. If you liked this, this is just literally a taste of what we do in the Making Millions membership. So I'd love for you to join us in there so that we can continue this conversation and this growth. And I want you to get out there and make those money moves. Right? You're listening to this because you want more money and I want you to have more freaking money. So take the action, believe, and do these three things. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love for you to, one, leave a review. Two, take a screenshot and share this in your stories because I would love to hear what you thought of the episode, if you're doing these things, if you liked this, if you want more of this kind of content. And then obviously, celebrate your wins with me. Are you making more money? Tell me. I would love to hear it. So get out there and make those money moves.